Sydney and Melbourne. It's Full Disclosure, the Jono and Dorge podcast. Jono and Dorge, Full Disclosure in the Well, uh, well uh, welcome to the, the John and Dorge show. Uh, just yeah. uh, the best of Sydney and Melbourne coming at you yeah. every month. Every month, well, even more than every month. How, how often are we going to do this? I don't know, every day maybe. Every day? No, that's, that's got a lot much. of time at the moment. We just... Okay, we'll speak just, to yourself, mate. I, I, I know you're quite busy. I'm relatively busy. We'll get into that, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that in a minute, we'll, yes. We'll that for later, how yeah. busy you are. I want to save all so, that. Yeah, every day maybe. Yeah. Like we'll, kind of automatic... First thing in the morning. I can't do it. I can't do it. Hash it out. Um, Morning pages. Well, how is your schedule these days? Going back to you, John. How's your schedule in Melbourne these days? Uh, It's uh, it's it's not it's not hugely busy. I'm working at uh, Fitzroy Community School a couple of days a week. Right. And I've been offered more and one or two days at the children's hospital. So a three or four day weekend at the moment. So you're working with a lot of children. I'm working. That's been my life for the last. 10 years. Just chill. That's how we met, working with children, but I just, I took a liking to it or they took a liking to me. Yeah, you've got to be careful with that terminology, but do you think you're sort of getting set for having kids? Is that Having what kids myself. Uh, you've been training for a while. Yeah, I've been training. Well, you're talking about sex. Practicing. You've been training with kids. I mean, you've been training tra- with kids, yeah, but not with babies. No, but, you know, what, do you think you'll be a stay-at-home? Stay-at-home dad. Well, I mean, it's looking like that. Ange, Ange works more than me at the moment. Yes. In your Fitzroy... Oh, well, you're not in Fitzroy. You're in Carlton. 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 Yeah. And how, how have you taken to life in Carlton since moving from it's, Sydney? It feels like you're, you're interviewing me, George. It feels like you're trying to uh, avoid a bit of scrutiny on yourself here. Well, what, hit me with you. What do you want to no, know? Go ahead. No, go ahead. What, what, go Ask ahead. Why? Come on. <laughs> how you, Carlton. Yeah, I live how, in Carlton. How are you finding living in Carlton? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, it's good. Have you have you found the switch from Sydney to Melbourne? More importantly, Ooh, yeah, it's very uh, different cities. A uh, lot of protesting in Melbourne, yeah. which I like. A lot of lining up in Melbourne. People yeah, like to line really. up. Well, we're just yeah. Well, there's no beach, so there's lots of things to line up for. Lots of culture. <laughs> yes, true. Uh, and um, you know, the, every Friday, in the trades. I'm just near Trades Hall, so there's a lot of a lot of um, refugee kind of related that's protests cool. that's edgy that's yeah, cool edgy, edgy stuff there's uh, some spontaneous hip-hop in one of them the other day which i was a big fan of sydney's not very edgy at all there's nothing you don't think? there's nothing edgy about sydney no no it's just people making lots of money property developers so that's yeah that's, that's not very edgy there's nothing edgy not, about that no it's not edgy My edge cliff there's edge cliff there's a, that, that's edgy that's definitely <laughs> as edgy as you can get the edgerton brothers were living in do you think edgy is a uh, a Gen X thing or a, a millennial thing? Because Georgie thinks it's edgy. I've been using it a lot. I've been using it probably on. I'm, I'm dropping an edgy every two or three days, I reckon, and uh-huh. I'm wanting to be more edgy. Are you referring out, to your millennial girlfriend, Georgie? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, big, more than big friend of the pod. It, what, what's fascinating about seeing a millennial when you're yeah. n- on the on the cusp yourself of being a millennial? <laughs> Is that- You're on the cusp of being a Gen X, mate. 
<laughs> Being a baby boomer. Yeah, yeah, I'm a cast member. one foot in the baby boomers. <laughs> I, I, I do like hanging with baby boomers, and I do like the fact that they're, they're all rich, which is great yeah. as well, because they're, they're yeah. so relaxed and happy because they don't really have to work very much anymore. But um, I think, I think yeah, language is, is a tricky one with millennials because, yeah, yeah. The, the words just change. Edgy might mean someone that, you know, smokes ice or snorts Xanax now. Like, it might be a different... Totally. Totally. Whereas for us, I guess edgy is a good thing, is it? Yeah, I think edgy. I think edgy. Yeah, you, you want to be edgy, you know. Like if, you, if you're pitching a, a concept, like a, a film or, or, or music or whatever culture, you want it yeah. to be edgy. You don't want, want it edgy. to be safe, you know. Like yeah. a blockbuster, like a the the seventeenth Star Wars movie. You know, that's pretty hard to be edgy. edgy. No, it's not edgy unless like, you have some uh, minorities in it. And maybe a female lead. Yeah, it's still not really edgy. I, get, I mean, that's them trying to be edgy. Yeah. The, the, reason, the reason they can't be edgy because people are up in arms if they take risks and do something outside the gambit. You know, it's. Yeah. I mean, Mardi Gras. Speaking of edgy, uh, Mardi Gras is this weekend. Is that is that um, edgy anymore? It's been going for so long. It's. I'm not sure if it's edgy. Anymore. It, no, I think it's been. I think that's the big. Our LGBT friends, I think, you know, are disappointed that it's been taken over by taken over. the kind of mainstream. Yeah, that's mm. right. I mean, it's not edgy anymore. Uh, the, the the Me Too movement is that that's that, that's edgy. <laughs> that's still edgy. That's, that's still yeah, edgy. You're that's still hot. About the Me Too, very. I just got very nervous. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't want to trivialize. I don't, I don't want to trivialize no. these things because it's important. No. But yeah. you know, I'm just talking about things that are edgy and not edgy. You know, that's yeah. The, uh, that's definitely according to our definition of the word. Word edgy. Yeah, well, that's probably a good segue, actually, the Me Too movement into... Um, uh, what's We're done with edgy. I've got more edgy. <laughs> what, 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 got are more the, on edgy. what other edgies do you have? Oh, well, just like the... If you're, not, if you're not living on the edge... Yes. You're taking up too much space, man. Yeah? Yes. So yeah. that's like an edgy thing. Like, you know, like people that just want to walk that, walk that line, walk that, that wire. What, sorry, I'm, I'm like, you, you're losing... So what, what, what Well, like the definition of someone that's edgy yes. is that Jean Petit, Batty... Batty boy or whatever his name was, you know, the guy that okay. went between the two twin towers on the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Did you call him Batty boy? Is that what you call him? That, I mean, I've forgotten his name. I don't fact check, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. he... Uh, yeah, did you see the documentary on him? Yeah, we, we used to play... I, I play poker with the guy that's in the documentary, remember? Yeah, see, the Aussie guy. Yeah, the Aussie... Yeah, the, awesome. the, the, is it Mark? Is that his name? I can't remember. Mark, Aussie Mark, who lives in Byron now. Lives in Byron. Yeah, just a bit of a name drop there. I play poker with one of the guys in <laughs> well, that I play, documentary. I play poker with him too. Probably... Yeah, but I play more regularly then because you don't play poker Has he been there anymore. since I left poker? Yes, he has. He's been there a couple of times. Uh, he doesn't like... Guy. That variation game that I play, which is called pass mandatory, he doesn't like pass mandatory uh-huh. at all. He thinks there's too many. It's too, because our problem is when you come in and out, yes. as you know, there's so we. Full disclosure: I play poker every Monday night with a bunch of guys playing for full disclosure. Full disclosure. Well, just to let you guys know, what full disclosure. We're about I play poker every Monday night with, with a group who's been playing for thirty years, and uh, we play about oh, fifteen different variations of poker. It's, it's dealers' um, rules. Bare and, minimum. Yeah, yeah, on a good day, a good and day. Uh, and if if you're coming in and out like he is, rarely it's hard to keep up with all the variations. And you know the night gets it gets later and later on the night, and people get a bit more tired. Some, some people are imbibing some uh, some wacky herbs. Okay, well, I wasn't going to go oh, that full, full disclosure. disclosure. So you don't <laughs> want to admit that you've done drugs before. No, not, uh, it's anyway, too. Just by the way, we just speak. get more tired. Okay, we we'll get people get more tired during the course yeah. of the. Of the game, and when you've just got that, stonk-eyed, many- stonk-eyed stones. Just- 
<laughs> we uh, we uh, drink coffee to straighten us out, but it's difficult because you're that, getting. That's edgy. You know what? That's edgy. What's edgy? My girlfriend Ange. Yes, honey babe. She um she can't believe Full that. Shine's got a girlfriend. So <laughs> off the market, yeah, so ladies. Yeah. yeah, well, just yeah, we we should seek this information in. But a lot of people can't drink coffee. They like they go two p.m. I couldn't have a coffee. I'd you know I'd shit myself and drive a car through you know through a walk yes. in Swanson no, Street or something. People do find that shocking that um we do that. Uh, yeah, that does put us in the the badass camp. Like badass camp. Regular, every Monday, you I drink. Coffee. I'm so hard. I drink coffee at 11 p.m. on a Monday and eat sandwiches and eat sandwich. That's how hard I am. You yeah. wouldn't want to meet me in a dark alley because I drink coffee and play poker. Well, you know, it's, it's 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 a big thing on a Monday night. A lot of most people work. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not that I don't work. Full disclosure, I do work. And uh, <laughs> we'll get we're getting to your schedule. Yeah, sorry, yeah, you, you work hard. Uh, yeah, I work really. I, actually, I, I'm, that's that's like right. Two hours a week sometimes. Gentlemen Dorch, full disclosure in the raw. Raw, raw, raw. Full disclosure, I'm actually in <laughs> Melbourne now in uh, another room from Jono. Jono's in the other room at the house. So even though this podcast will be coming from Sydney um, and, and Melbourne, um, in terms of the fact I'll be calling Jono up from Sydney, uh, yeah, we thought uh, for our first pilot, if you will, of uh, it sounds like it's going to be called Full Disclosure, the way things are going. Um, <laughs> full Disclosure. Full Disclosure. Um, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, basically we're doing it with the Should pilot. Should be called Full Disclosure. Well, as in F-O-O-L. Yeah, Full Disclosure. Yeah, sure. I mean, because mm-hmm. we might have. I think I've got. I've got a feeling there's probably a program somewhere called Full Disclosure. Yeah, if there's not, there needs to be. There should be a movie. Yeah, it and sounds we like. like it can, we can have like a, a Rastafarian one about like, um, about a clothing brand. It's like Full Disclosure. Disclosure. Yeah, yeah, we, we could do that. Um, but I, I think I see full disclosure more as a like a, a like a, a Sharon Stone type, you know, like sounds, to me it sounds like yeah, a basic like, instinct like, or sliver yeah. or something like that. Like, exactly, it's a mix. full disclosure, you know. Disclosure. Like, yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> she was a woman on the run, you know, that that kind of thing. And he was a man with sweaty palms. Wasn't wearing any clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas's ass. In uh, that's 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 just like really kind of tattooed on my on my frontal lobe. Unfortunately, <laughs> like it was a shame that I was so excited to see that movie, but really the memory of that movie is just him just with his ass out, just like walking around, like eating an apple or something. He doesn't, doesn't give a fuck. And it wasn't. I think it was a little bit wrinkly his ass. He was already oh, getting yeah. on a bit. Well, he's already about fifty-five. I wouldn't. No, I mean not that. I mean like, like mid to late forties when he did the film. He stipulated in his contract that he had to. If he, he's going to get to show his ass. Got to show my job. ass. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to fill the cinema otherwise, guys. I'm gonna show you my <laughs> ass. <laughs> we don't need to do it. You don't need to do it, Michael. No, no, no. We, we need to fill this cinema. I'm going to show my ass. <laughs> Well, lucky I didn't see it in the cinema. Can you imagine? Yeah, that was That's a big that was up there with um, the the strange boobs in um, in, in Godfather. Uh, the strange boobs. Which you one? Them? The Godfather one. Oh, you mean the the really? You mean the very attractive one that he marries? That the, the, spoiler yeah. alert that that dies in. in, in, in <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a pretty new film, and uh, full disclosure, guys, full someone <laughs> dies in uh, The Godfather. Well, yeah, you've, you're kind of obsessed with. It. She is very attractive, isn't she? The uh, the, the Italian peasant woman that he marries. She's all right. She's she's attractive, but she it's more that she's got. Maybe it's Chris. One, one of our good friends is very uh, infatuated with her. She's very pretty. Uh, you know. Full disclosure, Chris Honnery, who we both lived with who now works uh, quite a lot in a little island called Nauru. You might have heard of it. Just a little island. Just a, a little, little place little where people place. are 
incarcerated for trying yeah. to get over here. Um, just just before we move on to Nauru and, and Chris Honnery, our, our, our lawyer, a trusty lawyer, um, yeah. Douglas recently came out. I saw a picture of him at the – I went to the dentist and there's a picture of him there talking about – Hang on, hang on. You what? went to the dentist. They can't just, just, just <laughs> skate over that door. It just feels like there's a story there. What were you doing at the dentist? Well, you're supposed to go to the dentist, dude. Like, it's a thing you're supposed oh, to you do. Oh, you didn't have a sore t- tooth or anything. You just went to the dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, Georgie, my girlfriend's good at getting me to do stuff which you're supposed oh. to do, like go to the dentist and mm, stuff. That's good. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have private health insurance? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got, full disclosure, I've got private. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. And how was it for you, the dentist? Uh, look, it was okay. She was a bit rough. I thought she was a bit rough, and she also kind of upsold okay. me on she this. She doesn't have to be good looking, mate. You don't need a good looking <laughs> dentist. That's very sexist. You're lucky to get a girl, mate. Yeah, she how was she well rough. She was well rough. Um, she, though, was she? she just didn't. Wasn't Apart from her ugly face. <laughs> leave the mask on. She didn't. I felt like she was. Yeah, I felt like she was kind of like a bit next. You know, like you're just in. And like she, I felt like it was a bit of a production line. And also, she upsold me on a on a thing you stick in your mouth when you sleep, or whatever, like a. Oh. Like a retainer type thing, which is supposed to stop you from grinding your jaw because I grind my grind. I'm a grinder. I like, like, I like to grind. <laughs> I'm a grinder, me. <laughs> I'm big on the grind. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So she she actually spotted it when I came out. She said, oh, you're a grinder. And I was like, yeah. no, she didn't. That never happened. Sure she didn't say, are you on grinder? <laughs> she didn't. She didn't <laughs> Sorry, you're a grinder. She wouldn't say that. It'd be the, the male dental assistant. Yeah. Did you um, have a male assistant? So you know what? A I, for the first time... On Friday, I had a male dental uh, uh, assistant. I'd never seen one before in my life. It was weird. They're almost always um, young girls. And in fact, I went to another dentist for an appointment, and it was a really bad dentist. Like she was terrible, and he started getting really short with her and saying, "What did I say?" And like, so it, awkward. It was really awkward. Yeah, it was really yeah. awkward. He said, "No, over yeah, here." You don't want to step over in. Here. You don't want to go, Excuse me, mate. Well, you make your mouth open. <laughs> he's, like, oh, oh. And then he's like, "Over here." I said, "Over here," and like they're kind of yelling at you. I'm like, oh, and you sort of your eyes are going from left to right, like watching a tennis match. While while and this poor person is just getting like abused. I don't like seeing angry. Dentists, it makes me feel like they're going to kill themselves. Is what I think straight away when I've seen it. Which they are high on on the suicide. Extremely high. And I did have full disclosure. I did have a family dentist kill himself. Sorry, I should keep this light, really. But um, yeah, we did. Keep it light. Keep it light. How are you going to follow that? (laughs) Keep it light. (laughs) Death. Um, No, but speaking of uh, uh, back to the dentist, uh, the segue. Uh, Douglas, I went into the dentist, and on there was a big, huge poster of Douglas talking about. Is it HPV or whatever? Like it's uh, he got cancer of the mouth from going down on oh. on women, and it's, yeah, he came out talking about how you have to be careful about going down on women because you you can get um, cancer of the mouth. I think it's called <laughs> HPV virus. I think it's called that. Uh, I might have to check. Because he was a sex addict. Yes, he was well, sex Full addict. <laughs> came out. I don't really sex get sex. Like you know, like every doesn't everyone kind? Well, not everyone likes sex, but I just think it's. Um, there, here it is. Human human papilla, papilloma human p- papilloma virus. Human Google. You Google them. <laughs> yeah, go, no, Google. Well, that's why they say HPV. Google. I guess it's hard to say human papilloma virus. Yeah, human papilloma virus. So don't all our listeners out there don't use this as an excuse now not to pleasure your your partner. Okay. Men yeah, and women. Yeah, it's, it's, I might get HPV. Can you get it on a penis as well? Uh, I. Uh, it's. Uh, Almost all cases of genital warts and cervical cancer. HPV is responsible for almost all cases 
a genital warts and so I don't know why I'm talking about this. Again, we've gone from no, death, death to genital this warts. This is interesting. Yeah. Uh, this, um, it's I'm, a very common sexually transmitted infection which usually causes no symptoms and goes away by itself but can sometimes cause serious illnesses. HPV is responsible for almost... It's, it's like, you know, there's a source called HP source. There is, yeah. You, can, um, you wouldn't want to say pass me the HPV, would you? Cause, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds a lot like HIV. It does. That's, that's the only thing. She HPV. gave me HPV. Like, oh, my God, are you okay? No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, but actually, it's responsible for 90% of... I don't know why I'm lying. 90% of <laughs> anal cancers. Anal cancers? Yeah. And, uh, oh, because yeah. you, when you move on to the... And ass cancer. Onto a rim job. Oh, no, but you go from the... To tickling the bean and you go around and... Um, do a little freckle licking. Oh my you, God. Um, what you pass it on, do I guess ninety percent of anal when you're tonguing, when you're tonguing an asshole. It's sixty percent of vaginal cancers, fifty percent of vulva cancers. Who's so- gonna Who's gonna want to listen to this? <laughs> I haven't finished against but sixty percent of vaginal cancers, sixty percent of ass cancers. I've never heard of it. So is cervix cancer, vagina cancer. Thirty five percent of penile cancers. <laughs> you get penile, penile cancer. Is so fun. Penile is just a funny word. It's very and, penile. You know, um George used to be um with this guy who was a <laughs> pianist and he we would say I'm a piano player because <laughs> it sounded too much like penis. <laughs> I'm a pianist. Yeah, he's like he did I'm a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was a concert pianist, but it just sounds like sounds like concert penis. So he'd have to say, "Oh, he changed it." <laughs> I'm a real dick. I go to concerts all the time. I'm a real I'm a rap concert he, he, dick. I'm a- he had to change it to um, concert uh, piano player. I'm a concert piano player, which is it's like being a sound. concert whore, but I'm a concert dick. Yeah, concert it was. Dick. Yeah, and there was. I met a girl once who was a, 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 a flute player and a piano player. And I said, "She's a she's a flautist penis, a pianist, a flautist pianist." Which is, Lord's uh, pianist. Yeah, which is a, a cool, cool combination. And also, yeah. it, so it's sixty percent of. <coughs> always finish. Sixty percent of uh, a, a raffnigal. A raffer- it's like spider cancer, is it? That's where you get cancer. Anyway, from cancer spider. of the tonsil, tonsils. That's what he got. I think that's what he, he got. got it he got from- cancer. Back of the throat. What do you? What, what are some? What do you like? What are you, some stories you've got about um, cunnilingus? You must have a few. Um. What are some of your favourite cunnilingus well, well, anecdotes? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I did have a full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, you've done a bit, done uh, a bit of that. Uh, uh, look, I, I had a partner who kind of weaned me off it. She wasn't into it, oh, and okay. um, it, it, I blame her for the fact that the women afterwards um, I probably didn't get their just desserts. Pardon, uh-huh. pardon the expression. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, she just wasn't wasn't into it at all. Hmm. So it's who quite, was that? Um, that was, I don't, think I, can, I can't name people on, I have to beep that out. I don't even know if I would. I think it's good. I think we've, got, we've, got, to, to we've got to be really aggressive trying to get some listeners. I think we've got to just put it all out there. Okay. But so she didn't like it. She's like, get out of it, Georgie. She, yeah. Yeah. She totally wasn't into it. Yeah. And, okay. and, um, you know, that's, um, it's probably, you know, I, yeah, I was, I, to be honest with you, I don't think that's ever really it. I, I remember doing it. I remember getting into it, I guess, from about mm, 
1920 around that yeah. period. I, full, full disclosure, I didn't. I actually lost my virginity when I was 18. So it's, it's full disclosure. I was um, 19. This is one of the things we've bonded over. Is uh, you were late 19 developing. when you lost your virginity? I told you that. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was like I don't know. That's really late, dude. I right? used to tell you it was 16, but but then now full disclosure. No, I've always told you. I think I was 19. It was I was out of school. Wait, so you were second year uni or? No, first year uni. No, no, because it's different to Perth. They don't just throw you out. You're usually 18 at uni. Yeah, a bit of education for the the listeners. In WA, you do end up graduating from high school at 17, which means you're um, you're still... the whole high school is just optional, isn't it, in Perth? It's just... That's not the case. Throw them in the mines if they can, but if... No, that's not. If the they case. don't want to do that, no, that's not what happens. It's it's WA gets a, a, a pretty uh, rough end of the stick when it comes to things, but, <laughs> because, but uh, just because we're a sort of you know way out west cowboy sort of culture yeah. or whatever. But um, there's a lot of educated Tim Minchin. He's he's a, uh, from WA, very smart he guy. Is. He is. Um, yeah. We've got a lot of intelligent people. Uh, Alan Bond, very very intelligent, very <laughs> very. Well, no, well, he won the America's Cup. You know, he's he that's got to be where well, you paid for the America's Cup. You know, Cup. yeah, I've I've a massive problem with the America's Cup as a as a thing. Why? It's because it's just a rich kids. Play yeah, it's just a total rich. That's shocking. I think it's like rugby union on steroids. It's just the big like the water so con. You're not a fan of rugby union either. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. I just I just you know I, the America's skiing? Cup is just skiing's a rich kids game. Yeah, but it's not something that the entire Australia get behind. It's the same with um, the Grand Prix. I just think it's such bullshit. Like it's so aspirational. Yeah, like no, no one can afford a Ferrari, so why cheer a Ferrari? No one can afford, like it's just like everyone, yeah, right. Well, okay. Really so you, that's you sort of showing your political leanings there. You sort of saying that you you feel like everyone should be able to participate. It shouldn't be a, a sport which for, for only the very wealthy and the elite. Is that what you're saying? To a degree, yeah. Any sport where like the entry level, you need twenty million dollars to buy a yacht, right? But skiing gear is very. I'm, it does sound like a problem with skiing, but it's very. It is very expensive to ski. You know, skiing is very expensive. Yeah. Listen, full disclosure. I've just been skiing. And <laughs> it was awesome. It was fucking. And yeah, it is a real like uh, a, a real air of entitlement. Yeah, and, you're, uh, you're a Melbourne. You're a Melbourne um, MCG member as well, aren't you? Yes. Yes. What, what a blue blood, mate! Off to the off, did you go in the Range Rover to the slopes? <laughs> goodies, goodies, up, up the guts, Nita. No, no I mean, we won't be seeing Brother, that. Kick, kick it, kick it, kick it. Now I'm off to the slopes. I won't be seeing the football for a few weeks. Pass yeah, the Chardonnay. Yeah, is that, that kind of thing. Is so we, we'll be talking a bit of AFL on this podcast. Yes. Gentlemen, George. Full disclosure. No holds barred. Yeah, full disclosure, this uh, podcast will predominantly be uh, about uh, culture, uh, high mm-hmm. culture. Um, yep. When I say high culture, Mostly I don't mean weed. Culture. It's not, it's not, uh, it's okay. going to be for films, theatre, um, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, yep. bit, of, bit, of pop, bit of politics. <laughs> stuff, you know, life. Bit of politics. And then, of course, um, sport. You know, just the, you know, just shooting the breeze, a couple of mates. And also, I'd like to think we're giving it a, a solid um, focus in terms of a Melbourne and Sydney focus, which I think is quite yes. rare. There's no yeah. one. There's not many top podcasts around where there's representatives from both cities, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we'll just round things up. And as we, we, the great thing is, in terms of culture, is we're heading, of course, to the the peak um, Oscar season. We're in the midst mm. of, and um, there's some great films. And you were just um, giving your big thumbs up to the latest Daniel Day Lewis offering, which you uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Do you want to talk me through it? Very good. Yeah, it's very good. It's. I, I still don't know if it's a true story. Uh, but it seems to be a true story, and it's uh, Daniel. Dan, they seem that they're just fascinated that 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 Paul Thomas Anderson mm. pairing with him uh, of just took powerhouses going at it. 
So they did that in in There Will Be Blood, and I guess they, they got replaced with Philip Seymour Hoffman and, and uh, Joaquin. And in this one, it's him and a very formidable younger wife. And it, it has a bit of a Beckett kind of, uh, or even Strindberg. You mean Samuel Beckett? Of, yeah, you mean kind August of, yeah, Strindberg? Yeah. An August Strindberg, yes. Yeah. Great so playwrights. We're going to assume that people, there can be some sort of assumption of... <laughs> but they might not know that I know the Christian names of the playwrights. Well, you just Googled it very quickly. No, I didn't. I, suppose, I knew it off, my, off, off the top of my head. <laughs> off my heart. Did you, have you seen Dance of Death before yes, as a play? Yes, I have. I have. I've seen Dance of Death. Yeah, I, I saw that with um, Sarah McKellen, no less, in Mel. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Full cool. disclosure. It was, it was, I, saw, I saw your mate John Bell do it with his wife, and it was, that was excellent. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really good at the Adelaide Festival. It's it's a good play. It's well, a great it's, play. It's a similar fun. thing. It's, it's 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 looking at marriage as like a, a duel to the end. I love a duel that. To the death. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and so that's that's what this movie is 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 seems to be a lot about. It's that's also what about all my relationships are about. I basically just I'm just we're just pummeling each other. I know. I've seen. <laughs> witnessed. <laughs> All my relationships with women involve me just relentlessly screaming at each other, <laughs> throwing things, in their heads, buckets of water. It's like the whole. It's just, it's just like it's like being in Guantanamo. Yeah. It's just waterboarding yeah. each other. Yeah. Not to trivialise torture, um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I love, so I, as a result, I love. I love. I saw um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf just uh, last mm. year, and uh, again, uh, riffing on that motif. And um, oh, look, I'm just so fond. Of that as a motif, you know, I just really, I, I, I connect with it, you know, like um, it's, it's beautiful. Find, uh, I don't Do you know, like yeah. these like, beautiful. I feel like words. this character would be wearing a turtleneck and like uh, he'd be talking. It's a little bit like an affected European accent when he's talking about it. But I just don't, you know, find I don't know what he's kind of like this guy, you know, like he's um, oh, he's, yeah. yeah, it's really good, you know. I really yeah. like it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's intelligence, you know, you know. Yeah, that's just really um, earnest, you know, overly earnest dudes. I'm not mm. a fan of overly earnest at all. I don't think you are either. Actually, you're definitely not a fan of overly earnest. No, unless it's actually, unless it really is earnest. And unless you're really a committing lovely to person. person. Yeah. Unless you who? Unless you, well, unless you actually, because I think often earnest is actually a, um, a front. I think it's often like a, it's actually an act in itself to, oh, appear, yeah. to appear like you have some depth going on when really there's very little, or maybe well, I shouldn't say there's very little. That's, that's just sounding a bit bratty, but like, you know, there's, often it's a, it's a, I'd say an, almost like an insecure um, a veil or cloak that one can wear. wear. Um, and if it's, if it's a genuine earnest person and that you're right, that can be quite charming actually, but just lovely. If someone's yeah. just really nice. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Love those people. But then you have to be quite, Confident in yourself, just to be yet yeah, not to have protective cloaks up. Yeah. No fuck. fuck Would you say the, that um, I wear a, a protective cloak? Protective cloak. Oh, you, you've worn many strange outfits before. <laughs> Trench coats. Have you see, I'm wearing. Well, I'm speaking of. Clothing. I have. Yeah, George, I have. I, I, you're in the next room. Yeah, just so you guys know, full disclosure. <laughs> Georgie's. I, I just. I don't. I, I saw it a few times, and I just thought, I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to bite at this. Um. You know, we we could hang out a lot over the next couple of days. I'm sure we'll get down to it. But now that you've You've let the cat out of the bag. Dorges uh, bought a, a Metallica singlet. Did you say Metallica? It is Metallica. It's Metallica. Oh, sorry, I mispronounced it. Metel- Metallica. Metel- okay, Metallica. I always called it Metallica. Why? It's <laughs> always what I called it. It's Metallica. That's what I call it. I call it Metallica. Metallica. No and- one calls it Metallica. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not perfect. Mate. Is it because you, you can't say the wrong metal? things? That's why. Is, is it, is, it's because you think of heavy metal, so you're going Metallica. Yeah, Metallic. Right? Yeah. What What does Metallica mean? 
isn't it something that is metallic? I can tell you. Just uh, let me just skip to my thinking cap on for a second. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> Thinking, thinking that's not a keyboard tapping uh at uh, a u.s band who's mute oh it's just a i'm not going to google on this show because i think it keep, you, you should be the guy that googles because it's, it's a, it, it is good to have it's a feminine singular of metallico i don't think it means anything uh, it just it, unfortunately someone has written something about it and just says a u.s band who combines punk and heavy metal i, just, I guess i guess i just felt just a little bit negative towards it when i saw it but then i didn't want to you know, I, I'd love seeing you, so I didn't want to like let it. Kind of Most people's response have, have been overwhelmingly negative. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel. Yeah, it is a bit cloaky. It does feel. It feels a bit a cynical uh, youth grab. But do you know? Do you know who? who why? I know you like. From? I know. You, I know you've got massive no, it's heavy I, metal no, leanings. I'm, 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 I'm not even into Metallica. No, no. Do you know why? Why I got it? Why? So you could look cool. <laughs> No, it's because cool. I went younger this, than. Yeah. <laughs> I went through this weird. I'm telling you, I went through this weird stage recently where I started buying clothing that Ryan Gosling is wearing in films. <laughs> in in, in films <laughs> where he's riding motorcycles or cars. Because uh, that's awesome. the, the, okay, the, that makes me actually not mind it. So, so Cause, yeah, because you wear the, the, the scorpion jacket. I saw you. So, yeah, I got, so I got the scorpion jacket from Drive, but I also then watched Place Beyond the Pines, and I got this. Mo- uh, he's wearing this Metallica top mm. on the bike. I watched, and, we watched. Angie and I watched that recently. Did you? It's, it's not yeah, bad. It's just yeah. a, it's just a bit flawed Cryptic. in terms of yeah yeah. It's about as um, Georgie pointed out. It's pretty much about male male masculinity. Really, is really the plot line completely, which is not, not female masculinity. No, not female. Weird, weirdly, oh, yeah, you know, it's a very very strange. I don't <laughs> know why masculinity, male masculinity. Not like yeah. Anthony Towns, who's had. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching basketball today. We, 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 he's we, a funny looking guy. If, we could, if you guys could Google Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, he's a yeah, weird he's dude. Got a funny, he looks almost like he like a Care Bear. Look, I think he, something like that. Yeah, he's got something. It's an Ewok. Some, it's what a, about a female Ewok? Yeah, there is. That's pretty close. Jar Gabor kind of. Yeah, yeah. Of, Look, I, I don't want to. I'm not teasing him. I think he's a great player. One of the, the great players of all time. And I think in a lot of people, I think the great good, players of all time. I think he's, I think he's going to go down as one of the greats. I think he's going to go down as one of the, one of the greats. He's, he's, oh, I, I put it to you. I can happily put this on, on the record. I think he's got a probably. There's a high probability he'll be a Hall of Famer. You know hmm. what I mean? okay, well, this is good. Oh, hopefully, this you know this uh, we'll still be doing this podcast. This, when he becomes um, eligible. The reason why I think he is going to be long-term is I think his game has longevity to it. He doesn't. He's, he, does, he bangs a little, but he can also um, play all the way out to the perimeter. He can guard all the way out to the perimeter. Uh, I think he, he can pass. I think he's got everything you need to have a, a long-term game. Um, and so I think he's going to be there when, like, we're talking about him versus the brow, Anthony Davis. I mm-hmm. think he, compared to Davis, who's already breaking down consistently, um, He's going to be there all the way. I think Towns, you know, that, and that's we're talking about. There was a recent um, GMs came out and said he'd be one of the key building blocks they'd choose. I think he'd be, you know, the reason one of the massive reasons is I think he's just such a, a great character. <laughs> we're definitely editing this bit out. Well, he's though, he's such a great character. He's <laughs> as nerdy basketball as it gets. Like I just think <laughs> out early audience aren't going to know who Carl Anthony Towns is. Well, how, well, you know, what a GM is. I know that we'll hopefully have some basketball oh, on, people. But what you want? I can't. I think it's better. I think I think we need to go really deep into your Ryan Gosling thing right now because. <laughs> 
I think that's where the so, juice yeah, is. So right I, now. Gosling, I got, I got the, I, I surfed and I, I love researching yeah. things. I'm a little bit. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, I wouldn't say spectrum. This came from your stepfather. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Researching something. Yeah, but I just like, I like you know, what if I, I actually find a research calming because it's just you and and your old mate, the computer, and you're just like, <laughs> you're just sifting and 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 and, and narrowing and, yep. and and prioritizing and then comparing. I find that really yep. fun. Yeah, I think my stepfather, my, my stepfather was into Choice Magazine, which is a um, mm-hmm. a consumerist magazine magazine in Australia, which sort of essentially puts graphs and data up and pitches brands against each other and tells you which the best, what the best brand is and what the best price is and, and what reliability hmm. and all those things. And um, it's good because it's it's good. It soothes you, but it also actually has a positive. Totally, totally. You say that. the only problem is I think it has made me a very a, a high consumer actually by because I enjoy it so much and then I might do it for sure. relaxation but then I actually end up buying something at the end of it hey, because I mean, brother. I mean I think especially with the internet yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people are consuming yeah and I think the problem for me is that the hook is actually the research it's not even the, the final in fact a lot of times when I buy when I buy the final product I'm actually deflated because the, mm. the research component's over especially like, if it's a mattress <laughs> Yeah, like an air mattress. Yeah, so yeah, like I just got the new um, uh, Samsung. Uh, we're not being paid by Samsung. I got this new new uh, S Galaxy Galaxy S eight phone. And yes, welcome I, to the, welcome to the club, mate. I've got a Galaxy yeah, too. Yeah. I, I jumped welcome. off the Apple um, bandwagon. I felt like yeah. it was um, it was, it was becoming narrowing and limiting as opposed yeah. to freeing. And uh, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm, I'm about. Um, what were they doing? What were they manacles. doing that was the final straw? Um, what was the I problem just, with? Yeah, look, it was. Well, what really pissed me off was that recent thing that came out that talked about class actions where they were deliberately slowing down phones um, yeah. as they get older because they said that it was a, a battery issue. They, but they weren't telling people that. That's just I don't I don't like that, you know. And um, fuck that, man. Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> they shouldn't be doing that stuff. And then what actually really pissed me off was I I was washing the dishes and it was in my in my pocket and my pocket got wet and the phone. Couldn't handle that, and um, uh, and, and you've got a waterproof one. Yeah, now yeah. I've got a waterproof one. So you know that was the that was yeah. the deciding thing. But um, but my point is in terms of the research, I did all this research and it came out like you know I crunched the numbers and the data and looked at stuff like the warranty in Australia and getting a grey import which is from overseas and looking at things like the OnePlus which is even a fo- you can't even get that right now the the latest model of the OnePlus phone which is a great phone for the record. Um, but it, when it came down to it, once I actually got the phone after all that, I was like. Well, that, now the re- that's it. Like uh, it's just a phone. You know, like the, the the research part was the the best the best part of for me of of of. Is that quite odd? That's, that's quite odd, isn't it? To enjoy the research component more than acquiring the actual good at the end. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, each each their own. I guess. I think it's. Yeah, it's it's probably. It's not as weird as buying everything that uh, a male actor uh, wears in his films. Yes. So no, no. So it's, it's for the record. It's not everything Gosling wears. It's just what he wore when he was writing stuff or driving stuff. Because I, you know, now this is the problem with something like buying. I've got a, a scooter slash motorcycle. It's called a Hunter, and it's, it's 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 pretty cool. I mean, scooters don't sound cool. But this is pretty. This is edgy. I've seen it. It's you edgy. call it the Black Knight. Yeah, the Black Knight. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it sound pretty juvenile. But I, I look, I've got no problems with Luke calling it the Black Knight. But anyway, so the point point being, um, I mean, you know, the problem is once you get something like that, which is quite edgy looking in itself, then you have to get a look. You know, that that's gonna gonna set that thing off. You know, we don't have to, but I mean, it makes it more fun. Mm. And, and there's a lot of apparel out there. And so I saw the drive 
jacket, which I got from a, a place in the US called Steady Clothing, and they sent that over, which is fantastic. That's custom made, actually. Um, so it lo- looks a lot like the jacket. And then the pl- place beyond the pines, he wears this great like red and black leather jacket, and it's like um, you're gonna get that as well. Well, I got it already. I got it, when, I, when oh. I got this when I got the Metallica shirt, I got it at the same time. You and, get it at the same place? Was it from the Ryan no, Goss? No, no, shop? I, had to, I had to like sift through stuff all over online over the web. And this jacket's not even being made anymore. I got the last one from this place, which is. I'm really worried because it's actually a lady. What about his undies? <laughs> you, could, you could probably, through like some sort of Japanese kind of deal, you probably get the undies he wore. You probably could get the undies, but you, you can't see the undies. So it's, I don't care about okay. stuff that, on the inside. So it's stuff on the outside. So yeah, so the jacket. Yeah, you're going to get all the tattoos that he had in the movie as well? No, like I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to white face myself <laughs> either for the record. Um, so full disclosure, I'm sort of half Asian, so I'm not that. I'm not, not particularly, um, I don't look like a Caucasian guy. Um, so, so spoiler alert. Yeah, he gets he he dies in the movie in the in in, in the, the first place beyond the night pines. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think um, I think it's good that he does because he's playing. A, there's nothing discernibly good about his character. He's he's, he's a, a real he's, a, he's an idiot. He's a real bad dude. He's yeah, an idiot. he's 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 dumb. He's like he's a bit, he's a bit dumb. He's like for Gosling. Gosling can play smart, and he's definitely a dumb dude. Especially the way that he, he just the way he treats his victims in the um, bank robberies. Yeah, and also your weird choice for Gosling in that film. He goes high pitched. Have you noticed that? He's like, get the fuck up. He's like, he's really yeah. up here when he's when he gets he's like, get the fu- everybody down, everybody. He's like, he's like like high pitched. I don't I don't, yeah. I don't understand whether maybe it was like, didn't have a he voice coach or something. Or, it was yeah. just a weird choice. It's full disclosure. The Jono and Dodge Podcast. Do you know also, another weird choice is the guy that plays uh, that plays Cooper's son? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Those two, yeah, the, that was. Up. I think he's trying to do a Brando type thing. Is that what he's trying yeah. to do? I think. I think that's what he, he was just trying looks to do. way too old. He looks too old for an eighteen-year-old. Oh, you want to talk about too old? I mean, uh, I just saw. You know, this, uh, Jessica Biel just did a show called. Um, have you seen it on on uh, Netflix? It's called um, Sinner, and. Uh, uh-huh. It's, she's got this sister, and she's she's playing. Um, she's supposed to be playing twenty three, Jessica oh, Biel, and she's like yeah. thirty. She's like thirty seven, and you're like, dude. And, and her sister is supposed to be like two years younger. She's like nineteen, and so you got this. It looks like a, a daughter and a mum, and they're oh. supposed to be sisters, and they're making out and stuff. The sisters making out. It's like, you know, it gets gets pretty out there. And um, the delusion of, of Hollywood. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like the other one, the other one that everyone's talking about, and I'd be interested to hear your take is uh, in Twelve Billboards with um, with old mate, your favourite Aussie rapper, uh, uh, in in it um, with Woody Harrelson, um, old mate. You know what's his name again? You know, yeah, my Woody favourite ha- Aussie rapper, Briggs. No, no, no. You know, you know she's a, she was a, she was rapping. Remember the oh, Aussie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Abby Cornish. Abby Cornish. So Abby Cornish is like playing MC Woody Dusk. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. No, she's you know she's she. Who, who did she? You said she did that so she could sleep with. Uh, no, he, he put on the bill so he could sleep with her, right? Nas, yeah. I got I got told that by um one of the hilltop woods. Okay, so sorry if we're, we're not we're not shaming anyone here, but Nas, you know, I think he. he it's one of our first name drops. You, you're going to you're going to eclipse me. I'm it's one nil. Burn what you, swallow. What do you mean? A name drop. What other name drop? Because I made the, the the guy from the the French uh, Aussie Mark. Is that is that the name drop you're talking about? Who's that? Who's Aussie Mark? You know, the guy from the French, the, the guy I play poker with. Is that my first name drop? Is... Oh, yeah, you name dropped. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good name drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That's, that's kind of, you know. You don't need for many more guys. Anyways, um, <laughs> so Abby Cornish in this film is like playing Woody Harrelson's wife. Yes. Okay, there's numerous problems with this particular film performance. 
Firstly, her accent, is she doing an Australian accent in that? And it's just, it's- I read a review, I read a New York Times review, which was a bit negative of the movie where they said she was playing an Australian. Yeah. But like, he's so, he's such a strange kind of filmmaker that he doesn't even feel the need to, well, you know, it's just what you do. You know, it's that. a fantasy world though. Yeah, totally, totally fantasy world. But then on top of that, they make this big deal about Frances McDormand's character's ex-husband having a much younger Mm. wife and how ridiculous and stupid it is and mm. then they've got this other Woody Harrelson with a much younger wife and it's just not even touched on whatsoever not touched on, no. it doesn't make she's, it- she's very good in it though she you think she, she's good in it she moved me yeah yeah okay I mean look look it's 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 a subjective thing but I mean some people think maybe she she started doing an American accent and they said just drop it and went to a screen halfway through drop it. Yeah. just to do, just yeah. to, just do you but I just thought that was, again, casting-wise, I thought that was utterly ridiculous. And it actually probably took away from their point in regards to the, the ex-husband by having um, the, the, the sheriff have the same thing and not, no mention of it whatsoever. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, but you thought, she was, you thought it was a good performance because old mate Tim Burns, uh, a good friend of us who plays poker and is quite the critic, thought it was a horrendous performance. <laughs> and most people let have. Me guess. Let me guess, Tim didn't like the film either, though. No, he didn't really like. It. You know, Damien didn't like the film. It, it, it is quite divisive. Did he say lightweight? What did? He, what was Tim? What did he say? Like, uh, not not very interesting, or what was his? Um, quite quite good at the acerbic, short, bad review. Yeah, yeah, it was that kind of thing. It was like it wasn't one of the ones where he just slams something. Tim Burns. Uh, we play the guy called Tim Burns, and he's a, he's a very harsh critic, and it's wonderful to hear his take on things. It wasn't. He didn't, it's he didn't, one film a decade that he gets behind that no one's seen. He's like a, he's a he's a sixty year old hipster. He does. He also doesn't like hearing about things that he hasn't seen. He doesn't like that. Oh no, we don't like that. <laughs> like, like I mean, I, unless he was faking. He, when I said Pan's Labyrinth, he said he, didn't, he he asked what that was. He said to me when I said, "Have you seen the Seventh Seal?" He goes, "I'm waiting to see the first six before I see <laughs> number seven. So, so he's joking. So he's, he, he's, yeah. he's joking with that stuff. Have you seen the Seventh Seal? Uh, is it like the 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 Fast and the Furious movies? No, you're being you're being funny. It's, yeah, of course, I love that. I love it. You know, I, I it was too slow for me. Come on, it's just death it's playing chess. I don't want to watch a long chess. Man. It's not a whole game of chess, you idiot. It's, it's a tiny little. <laughs> Once it started, I was like, I'm not going to see you it. Like, it's a great. That's a great movie. No, no, that's a great no, movie. I just don't want. Yeah, watching watching chess movies. You know, there's the... it's not a chess movie. It's one little scene. That means you haven't seen it. Well, I've seen it. No, that he plays chess with that. You know, tiny bit. You've seen one chess movie, you've seen them all. You know, and also Grim Reaper <laughs> movies. I mean, I've seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. That, you know, I've seen Grim Reapers. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. Hey, George, we, we, we've got to wrap this up. We've got to wrap it up. We've got to get it in an Uber. Well, thanks for listening yeah, to the pilot. This, um, this good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we're just talking over each other. You want to? You, you can wrap it up. You wrap it up. Okay. Uh, it's been great talking to you guys and uh, John and Dorji. Uh, really happy to have you on board. And uh, yeah. Uh, until next tomorrow. Until tomorrow when we do another one. We're going to do one every day. Thanks so much, guys. Yibbity uh, yibbida. Now that's been taken. Um, full disclosure. Full disclosure. John and George. Full disclosure in the 